Hey, thanks for stopping by. I want you to meet Natasha Williams, candidate for District 27 of the New York City Council in 2021. Here's what we talked about. Natasha Williams. All right. What music are you listening to these days? The last thing that I listened to, which was South African house music. What? What's that? Yeah. It's like it's like house music, but it's it's primarily South African artists. Uh-huh. It's like a fusion of like Afro beats and house music. It's a vibe. How'd you get introduced to that? How'd you find that? My mom is a house head, so like I think I'm like a house baby. <laughs> well, I'm always up for new music, so I'll I'll check that out. So why do you why do you listen to music? What's and when do you turn to that? When I was listening to it the other day, I needed, I needed some motivation. Honestly, um, I was definitely listening to Major Lazer before talking. Oh, see, that's the same wave. Talking Major Lazer gotta, gotta pump me up. So, you're a very motivated person. We came together at one of the country's darkest moments to turn out a million people in DC with sister marches around the world in 2017 during the women's march. Um, but like, that's not, that's not the first time we've organized people. What does organizing um, mean to you? I always joke and say like, I moonlight as an activist in politics as you know, Stephanie, we always say either you have people power or you have money power. And so I always view organizing as a way to bring the power back to the people. That's something that you've definitely accepted and embraced most recently um, with the nationhood. Yeah, the nationhood and also the Black Women's Political Club I started. That's right. Those iterations of organizing people power, what's special about each instance? I think what's special about each, each one has a set of shared interests that may differ a little bit. And then, you know, the way in which you organize those different demographics is a little bit different as well. Mm -hmm. How do you define community? Hmm. I define community as a place of home, uh, like yours, right? Like community, it's like a glove. It feels warm and fuzzy even though it's not always roses. And also I think of community as like shared space. The district you're running in is another space. How are the new organizing people to understand your priorities for the community? And what issues are you organizing people around? So I have 27 ideas for the 27th council district. Those are key issues that everybody in the community is wrestling with, right? It's something for everybody. So I'm able to organize people around this very inclusive policy agenda. I have this deep passion for meeting them where they are. You know, this is not about me. I know my face is on the flyer and I'm running for office, but like, I don't think this is about me, the singular person. This is about what we can do as a community to bring power back to our community, um, leveraging this political position. And so that's like a, that's a deeper reason. It goes beyond like, oh, I'm gonna pass this policy and I'm gonna allocate this money resource. It's like, no, I'm actually gonna empower, inspire, and 
cultivate a community of leaders themselves and leverage that to ensure that we are really getting what we deserve. That's really beautiful. Um, I think that's I think that's what a lot of people want in um, in the leader and a council member. Uh, and I really like how you emphasize investing in the community and home ownership is something that's really important to you. It's um, it's an important part of your platform, an important part of your identity, um, right? A lot of us grew up in a neighborhood, we go to school and we might never come back. Um, and a lot of reasons, a lot of, a lot of times we can't come back and, and, um, and deep in roots in the communities because we can't buy property in those communities. So we can't come back and, and invest in real estate and therefore deepen our roots in that, in that area and therefore, um, participate in community board meetings and run for district leader and then run for city council, run for assembly, run for Senate. Um, because it's hard to be invested in that area again. Um, it's so easy to just move on to the next place where we can actually pay rent, where we can actually buy a home. Um, how are you integrating your story of buying your childhood home um, into your platform, into your story, into your uh, campaign? And and how are you making that possible for others to do? So my family had a hardship and that is the story of many families in this community. And even if you yourself haven't, you know, you haven't dealt with the hardship, you haven't dealt with foreclosure or trouble paying your mortgage, I'm pretty sure someone on your block for sure is dealing with that issue. And if that person loses their home, it might become a zombie home, which is another issue we have in our community. And so foreclosure, whether it's you personally or someone, your neighbor who is dealing with foreclosure or other issues that homeowners have in keeping their home affects all of us. And so I'm incorporating my story into this to say, like, I've dealt with this, like, personally, like this is it's personal. It's it's truly personal. <laughs> and. I made the decision that I made because I love this community and I want to invest in this community. And I, I want to, like you said, ensure that my roots are planted here, that I am securing that generational wealth for people behind me to have a property in New York City, which is incredibly difficult to do. And so, you know, being able to say like, I've gone through what many people in our neighborhood have gone through and I have been able to be successful at it is really important. And then creating policies and resources to ensure that people can actually do this in an affordable way. Yeah, I was able to purchase my home at below market rate, but I still had to take out a loan. And I think sometimes people are, are sort of, daunted or there it's a daunting process to purchase a home but it doesn't have to be um and we need to do more to educate people on how to purchase their homes we need to do more to give resources to new homeowners especially those who grew up in a community that they're trying to purchase homes in and so mm -hmm. just using my personal story 
and bringing that into this political campaign just makes it, just humanizes it. And I think that's, that's what we need. We need humans, which is why we talk about this too, that representation matters. What are you fighting for? Oof. I am fighting for the little girl that looks like me, that grew up in a community similar to mine, that wants to succeed and thrive, but is seemingly invisible and met with challenges that are not to her own doing. I'm fighting to ensure that we're sustaining the legacy of this great community. I'm fighting to ensure that government is more transparent and responsive and creating platforms for anybody, wherever you are, to be more included in the process. I always say I'm like a lover of democracy, but I feel like I'm in a relationship with like a bad boyfriend, right? Because what can I do? What can I do with the resources as a city council member to improve upon our democracy? Like I love participatory budgeting. How can that be expanded? How can we create forums for them to be involved in policy decisions, not just budgetary decisions, but like how can how can the populace be involved in policy decisions outside of the ballot measure, right? So that's this, that's, those are the things that I'm fighting for and that I feel incredibly passionate about. Like just saying what I said was like truly from my heart that cause like no one has really asked me that question yet. And I feel, I feel a little emotional about it. Because of that love that we have for our country and for, I guess, again, for democracy working as it should, a lot of us find ourselves becoming activists. Why why should people vote for you? Why um why you over all the other people running who have also been in the community for a long time and have also been working hard? What makes you so special, Natasha? This is what I've been saying about just all of these races. It's crazy. It feels like the wild, wild west, but a deep part of me loves it. Because again, I, 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 this is like, this is democracy at work, right? Like when you only have one person running for a position or two people running for a position, like, is that really democratic? Like, you know, like it, that's, this is like the whole argument about like this, the two party system, right? Like it's it, so when you have all of these people running, it's exciting. You know, what might differentiate me from someone else is the fact that, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing this work. You know, when I ran for office in 2016, I didn't go away. Um, I joined my local community board. You know, I was appointed chair of a committee on my community board. I actually lobbied for this special committee to be created to really look at ways to increase participation. So exactly what I would want to do in the council, I was trying to do on the community board to modernize the community board. Um, we're living in the 21st century. You know, what are the different ways to make our community board more accessible? To also look at ways to address the incoming uh, term limits. So as many community boards across the city, you have people that have been on the board for 30 years and they are now unable to continue to be on the board because we have term limits. And so one thing I noticed with my community, we do not do a good job of, of transition work mm -hmm. and building the bench, right? And so what can our committee, our community do, our board do to ensure that we're not losing institutional knowledge. I think that's what differentiates me. And I just want to continue to do the work in the council 
I believe this community truly made me who I am as a person, really wanted to grow roots, roots here. What is your, what's your outlook on the 2021 race? Particularly, I mean, it's going to be a crazy year, right? There's the mayor's race, there are 35 city council seats, and of course, there are state assembly and senate races going on at the same time. Not to mention DA and VP races. It's a lot going on. Um, as a body, what do you, what's your outlook on the race, the possible outcome, and what you hope to have accomplished eight years from now? Hmm. That's such a deep question. Um, I think that we're going to see a different energy. People that are going to like totally upend the game <laughs> and, and show and demonstrate something that's different that we maybe never saw before from our city council members or our, our, our at city hall. Um, you know, even as I think about the mayors, I mean, we have some interesting people running for mayors and we have some people that are not your average, not your typical. In eight years, I hope to have really addressed the housing issues that we have in our community to, to really say we invested in our, our youth and our family, our families. Um, I want to be able to say that we made government more transparent and we made it accessible for the single mom, single family households to be involved in government, more people in my community to get involved in the system. That is lovely. And I think with that, it's a wrap. Thank you so much for your time. 